Hello and welcome to episode 61 of the Wowcast. <laughs> I love Owen Wilson. I know. Me too. He's one of those he's one of those actors like he's he plays Owen Wilson in everything. Yeah. yeah. But I'm okay with it. Like it doesn't bother me. Kind of oh, like sure. Keanu Reeves pretty much any anymore is just um, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. It's just Jeff Goldblum. It's just Jeff Goldblum. But I'm just kind of like yeah, I accept this. Yeah, I'm okay you know, with it's this. It's kind of Bill Murray. I'm like Bill Murray's Bill Murray, <laughs> but he brings he sometimes how elevates whatever he's going into. It kind of is like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You really brought something. See, to I this. can't. Wow. Wow. Yeah. wow. Sam and I were just sitting here listening to <laughs> audio clips about and I was yeah. playing wow, like the Owen Wilson compilation. Wow. And then he was playing me stuff. But I think we've come up with a new a new uh segment at some point. Uh we play each other segments. Um Audio clips. clips from either video games or movies, maybe both. Maybe make it a could be thing as long as it's less than thirty seconds. As right? long as it's, yeah, as long like as the clip the is thirty second 30. clip, I think. Yeah, because man, I you know, and it wasn't even in the line of fire. Yeah, in the line it, of fire as oh, with with uh, that line. It's been so long since I've seen that movie because, like, you, as soon as you said the name, I'm going. Why do I feel like I've seen that movie? I have. It's just because that was like a late nineties. Well, early and 2000s. those are the two main actors. John Malkovich who plays the assassin. Right. And then Clint Eastwood, who plays a Secret Service agent, very recognizable voices. Right. Like you hear him and you're like, the, I know who they the, are. The problem is, for me, is John, like, I know, I grew up around a father who loved Clint Eastwood. My mom loved Clint Eastwood, so I was always <laughs> early Clint. Hold up, hold up. You said a father who and, loved. And, and my okay, mom. And my mom, both of them. It, right. A father I said, and, and my mother and my mom, oh, she, she loved Clint like, Eastwood. My, fa- uh, my father, my father. Who there? My father loved um, the action movies that Clint Eastwood made. Right. My mother loved Clint Eastwood. See the difference? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and <laughs> but for me, like even though I've seen and I and I like as an actor Clint Eastwood too, John Malkovich has a very distinctive voice, and so that's why like when you start playing that, I'm like, I know that voice. I know that voice. Well, and Malkovich too, ha- and I'm not saying this to discredit. Clint Eastwood, I think Malkovich has a little bit more range. Oh yeah, than oh Clint Eastwood. Eastwood's very one note, which is fine. He yeah. plays well what he plays, but Malkovich can kind of go all over. All uh, Owen Wilson. Wow, <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, Sam, how are you doing? Doing well. Doing good. As we kind of were discussing before this, this is kind of I have my longer break off, which you know I've had time off since I've been back. It's almost from my a vacation. full week, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much a week. Wow, wow, wow. wow. It's nice. <laughs> Uh, but it does feel like I'm finally able to kind of take that breath and just kind of relax, which my first day off was just like, I, I, my, I was beat. I was more beat than I realized actually. And so it was kind of that first day was letting the kids kind of do what they were wanting, but I'm like still trying to keep them active. And, um, these last few days we've had a little bit more things scheduled throughout time, um, which has been good. We've been enjoying it. Uh, I'm very excited. Wimbledon finals is tomorrow. So we've got Djokovic. This is his 30th grand slam. And I was just looking at. I don't know anything about tennis, but keep grand talking. Grand slams are the major events. So oh, that's, well, that's okay. Wimbledon. I know what a grand slam yeah, is. French because, Open, Australian like, Open, right. and USA. Open. I just meant I don't know. I don't. So this is so. his thirtieth. He's thirty-four years old. Wow. So his wow. opponent. Hey, wow. real quick, real quick. Wow. That wasn't a very good one, but well, okay. you want to try? It? You want to do it again? I'll do another one. Uh-huh. Wow. All right. So. Continue. Okay. But this is his 30th. His opponent is 25 years old. He's 34. I mean, so you're kind of getting to that age where, you know, they say tennis is one of those long time games you can keep playing as you get older, kind of like golf. Right. Um, but man, he's still dominating. Djokovic just looks amazing. And I will say, I was watching 
pieces of Wimbledon as they've been going through. And there's so many more like younger people. I'm like, I don't know who these people are. I used to right. know like, okay, it's Federer, it's Nadal, it's Djokovic. Um, Andy Murray would be there occasionally. And now I'm like, I don't know any of these names. And right. so they're, they're dropping the, like the four, Just, you know, regular four are starting to not keep up. Federer lost in the quarterfinals. So he went down. Federer has been around. He's 39 years old. But he's been around for yeah, like forever. Ever. Wait, I'm the same age as Roger Federer? That's weird. And Federer. How I mean, long has he been playing tennis though? I don't know. I, I just It's one of those things that he, they are just amazingly consistent players. And, you know, Djokovic has always had more of an explosive edge where I feel like Federer is like, I've talked to a lot. He's like a Pete Sampras. He's like a Pete Sampras, which he's consistent. Right. He can get the ball back to you. And he's, um, he's got a finesse to the game. Like he can make shots that you're just like, I can't believe that. Like there's no way in the world that anybody else could have made that other than Federer. Very much like Pete Sampras back in the day. But Djokovic still has like the explosive power that I think, and just the accuracy that I just can't be beat. Does it just make you say, wow. wow. Yeah, See, I it does make me I re- say it. I recorded wow. it, so now we just... <laughs> it's like he's here in the room yeah, with right. us. It's perfect. <laughs> so, but it's it's really cool to see this, and I'm kind of like, at some point, I just wonder. I'm like, man, are these these regular consistent? Are they going to start bowing out? You know, he's playing a, a, a um, number seven, and he's number one in the world. Joke bitches, right? So I'm kind of just like, man, this will be a good match tomorrow. I'm kind of curious cool. to see how this goes. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in one more sports thing. Did you hear about the pitcher that hit the Grand Slam home run for the Padres? No. Okay, so this is just an amazing layered story. Okay, so this guy played been playing baseball in the minors for a while now. He was in the Yankees organization. The I don't know if the Padres traded for him or if the Padres just signed him, but um, he's never played a game in the majors before, or at least he's never hit in the majors before. Um Max Scherzer is one of the best pitchers in baseball, plays for the Washington Nationals. Uh, I don't remember if he's from Missouri, but he played for Mizzou. Oh, that's won a cool. national, national championship with Mizzou. Amazing pitcher. Like, he's always been one of those players. I was like, man, if the Royals would just trade everything just to get him. Um, but, the, um, but he's from San Diego, so he's playing for San Diego now. So he's been in the minors for forever, and now I think it was Thursday morning – or Friday or Wednesday night, the Padres called him up to because they they need to work on their relieving. That's probably that's been one of their shortcomings this season so far as some of their pitching. You um, Darvish, their starter, um, in four innings or three three or four innings, gives up eight runs to the Nationals. Ouch! Yeah, so they they ran him off the mound. So they put in the new guy that they just brought up to kind of eat innings so that they weren't blowing through receivers or receivers relievers yeah. wrong sport. Um, so he gets up to his first ever major league baseball at bat playing for the Padres at home in San Diego. And Max Scherzer has the bases loaded. And then one of the best pitches Max Max Scherzer throws, which is a 90 some mile an hour fastball below the strike zone, like two inches from hitting the dirt, this relief pitcher in his first at bat hit a grand slam home run. Holy crap. Statistics on this. This has only (laughs) ever been done one other time where a pitcher hit his, in his debut 
game hit a grand slam home run and it was in 1895 oh my gosh who was it i don't some guy for i don't even remember the name of the the team anymore but that and it it is so i'm on twitter and it was like scherzer is trending and i'm like scherzer also can be a little nutty so i'm like oh what scherzer do like because they they've started cracking down on pitchers that they think are using illegal substances so like after a couple innings, they start randomly checking pitchers. Like, show us your hands, show us your gloves, your hat. Make sure you don't. Yeah, have there's to... been a lot more. I, I right about like the tar or you know right all like this stuff. Substances. So like a, a week or two ago, Max Scherzer got checked three times in the game, and the last time he started to take his belt off to drop his pants. Like he was just so pissed off. Like I think I stop checking like, me. That's the but, thing. But I don't that same night, baseball, but I think I right. even saw that because he but was just like that same night. Another pitcher for I think Arizona did drop his pants he was like he was tired because it was like his second or third oh time yeah and he threw all his he threw all his crap on the ground and just dropped his pants and went like this like check me I'm like this is right. ridiculous so Max Scherzer's already a little so I was like oh what's Scherzer training for and it was Max Scherzer gives up grand slam to relief pitcher and I'm like what and then I watched the clip because I'm thinking, okay, he hung a curveball, you know, totally missed a spot. And I watched the clip and I watched him swing and hit this ball. And I went, he just golf swung it out of there. Huh? Yeah. And I'm like, no. And I, I kept rewinding it. And I'm like, no major league baseball player hits this as a home run. That's actually not true. Cause well, I've heard there's one other, <laughs> one other kid. Right. But, um, well not that pitch. That's the difference. So, but it was like, and it was like, even one of the first tweets I read was when I heard Max Scherzer gave up a grand slam home run, this was not the pitch I was expecting yeah. it to be hit off of. I thought the guy said the same thing. I thought he hung a curveball yeah. because that's usually where a, a really good pitcher gets blown up when they miss yeah. on a normal pitch. And if, like he threw a slider in the wrong spot or, you know, you know what that made me think of just randomly. What you, did you ever watch Conan O'Brien back in the day? Oh yeah. You, did you ever see the episode where he went and played with the old baseball league that they'd get together and they dress up in all the like older gear and everything no. and play like the old fashioned style. No. <laughs> so he was like, there was one time he went out to like cover it. Cause you know, Conan would be at, go out and do a lot of, you know, outside of the studio interviews and things like that. And just, you know, comic, and so he went to this team where they dressed in like, I mean, probably from the 1800s or 1900s right. where they dressed the in old a, heavy yeah, like exactly. wool uniforms. <laughs> and one of my, the, one of the only way, you know, Conan can deliver a line. He's like, some people say a waste of time. Some people say an incredible waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I've, if you, if anybody's ever in Kansas city area, oh, go Conan to the Negro O'Brien. league baseball museum. But I've always looked at those jer- those uniforms that they wore, and I'm like, ugh. I get like, I feel like my body temperature rises 300 degrees just looking at these thick, heavy wool. Looking- it makes you want to say. Makes you want to say, "Wow!" It does. It really does. <laughs> Took me a second. Sorry, I'll That's get that right. cue down. That's all right. Um, also, need to label this "Wow" just so that we <laughs> have it exactly. Um, uh, but I think. We kind of deviated, didn't we? We, so we really sports did. Sportscast. Uh, but that, I was going to say, with our topics coming about, we'll, I'll chat about some of the other things we did. But I want to know what you've been playing. Oh, what have I been playing? So I started A Plague's Tale Innocent uh, just because it got the patch on the Series X to... Yeah, the next-gen patch. The next-gen patch. Um, 
And, you know, I've, I'd heard good things about it and everything. And so far, I've probably played just a couple hours. But I'm like, okay, this is kind of like a, a similar third-person action game um, that I'm like, I can get into this. It's got a story that I'm interested in. Is it a scary story? I don't know yet. Okay. I feel like it's going there. Okay. I feel like it's moving I'm, I'm looking for, for any game suggestions I don't for think Friday. that you would, at the beginning of it, think like, oh, this is going to be a horror game. But, okay. like... Uh, unfortunately clips I've like kind of have seen pop up. I'm like, I think it maybe starts turning a little bit more, not horror, but dread, like a dread, oh, okay, okay. dread game where you're just like, Oh man, like that's bad. Like this yeah. is not a great thing to see or be doing um, kind of like a very black dark. Right. So, but I enjoyed that, but that's really all I played. Yeah. So, yeah. How about you? Um, what have you been up to? Resident Evil seven baseball. I'm kind of in a rut until, um, I don't know. I don't even know what's coming out that I want to play. Um, that's pretty much it. Honestly, I've played a lot of Resident Evil 7. And, How's uh, Resident Evil 7? Yeah, How's that going? creepy. It's just full of jump scares. I'm going to make a compilation of all my jump scares and post them on YouTube. <laughs> Did I'm you like, see there was a video of this guy was playing, I think, oh man, what was the, there was like a first person horror game, not Resident Evil's that was like the haunting or something like that. And I think it was the sequel, but it was like a streamer doing it and he's like playing and there's kind of a creepy part and his like toddler came in the room as he's playing <laughs> and he's just like, and I mean, just this huge <laughs> jump and like freak out. And so he, they were like, everybody like commended him that his dad, like ability to not just like smack whatever had touched <laughs> right, him or like reach right. down and punch. But then him just being like, Oh, like it's just my kid like had wandered into the room. There's nothing creepier than small children. Just I there's been several times my even my eight year old who's not even that small anymore, but he's not full grown adult will just be standing somewhere. And I round the corner. I think something happened a couple days ago. We've been went. Oh, my God, Logan. OK, you got you can't just stand there. Right. That's creepy. And Monica started laughing. I'm like, it's not funny. It is not funny. When are you? Uh, when are you playing these games? The uh, when are you streaming? Friday night, ten oh, p.m. Central. Okay. I did not. I I'll, will say, I did to... not do it last night. I had a date night with my wife where we yeah. watched Black Widow. Nice. Um, but that's uh, perfect segue. Perfect segue. Beautiful. Into this is your weekly reminder <laughs> that you can find the Untitled BS podcast wherever podcasts are anyway. distributed, and always rate, share, and hit that subscribe button. This is how the algorithms on the still. internet know to help move us up in the search functions. If you have a question or suggestion for the show, email us at untitledbs at psainc.com. That's psaink.com. You can find Sam on Twitter at Sam M. Spangler. You can find me pretty much anywhere on social media at PSA Press. Um, that is a perfect segue into, uh, let's talk a little bit about Marvel. What you've been watching? Which I have been watching, uh, uh, Loki. Yeah. How are you liking Loki? Good. Yeah? Yeah, I enjoy it. It keeps, you know, ramping up like the intrigue. You know, I, in like this Well, last, you know the next episode's fine. Yeah, exactly. I was like, when this last episode, you know, went is episode five, I was like, okay, I think this next one's going to like end it. And right. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm ready for it to go. There's lots of, you know, fan theories out there that it's just going to be another Loki controlling the TVA and, you know, just a variant, basically. Right. And I was like, yeah, I could see that happening, that it, it could be this Mephisto guy because there's been lots of, like, hints and rumors about him. Um, but I'm, I'm ready. I need ready to go to back and watch the last episode. <clears throat> I remember there was a line where they somebody said the, something about a vampire, but... Somebody posted, did somebody catch the Blade reference? Hmm. Apparently, the the line about vampire, which I 
probably just wrote off as just another thing. Right. Um, yeah, apparently is a reference to something that has to do with Blade. Nice. So I'll have to look into that too. So, but I'm looking, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I'm looking you forward the to frog Thor? the frog. Thor. Well, we thought it, we, it, we, we were cracking up at whatever was happening. We thought it was a, just a tiny Thor. That's what I thought. It and then, too. and then, then somebody has... I posted on Twitter was like frog Thor with a high res zoomed in per, per picture of it. And I was like, that's hilarious. Yeah. Man, people love like going frame by frame on these things. Yeah, they also like uh the all Thanos the Thanos copter. The Thanos copter, yeah. which I guess James Gunn had said he'd always wanted the yeah, Thanos copter to that. be in something. Also, you can't forget about uh Oh, I oh, have it. Oh, dang. Fail. Oh, it's a good try. Good try. You I'm a, I like it a Loki. Hi. 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 Why and why does it not surprise me that people latch on to like that? Oh, and they're just like, I love the them. Simplest things. I want my own, you know, alligator Loki series. Let's right. watch this. And there's, a, I saw a TikTok also of somebody has like a tree frog or something in like one of their terrarium, whatever things, and they had a foil hat they had made of Thor's wings, uh-huh. and they're just kind of slowly, <laughs> and like the frog moves a little, like what's happening, and they slowly pull their hand away, and it was like, <laughs> nice. Yep, there it is. Um. But no, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really interested to see where it goes from here. Because what is what is next month? What if? Oh, that's the one I'm what excited if? I'm about. The animated difference. Yes. So I'm, I'm excited actually for like that. Really excited to see. What and they then do. Hawkeye's after that. Yeah, I can care less. Well, I guess I can't say something without spoilers. There's a reason I'm excited for that. But yeah. Anyways, um, the uh, no, I'm the what if thing. I'm. Yeah, I'm really I just think it'll be to. cool as well. It's different to be able to say, "Yeah, here's different timelines. Here's you know different stories that could have been told," uh, and it's an animated versus you know the live action that they've been doing. Right? So. How many episodes are they doing of that? I don't know. Hmm. Um, hundred thousand million, hundred thousand million. Um, we also had a little date night with me and my wife, and we watched Black Widow. And your take? Um, I want yours first. Okay, Enj- I love it. It was good. I mean, as far as like. Is this like my favorite Marvel movie? No. But was it like very serviceable and I was like, did I enjoy it? Yeah. I was like, this yeah. is this is good. Back to form. Um, the humor in it wasn't maybe like the guffaw laughing out loud as much as like Thor Ragnarok. I felt at points it was a little excessive. Like what parts? Well, it's just like, I was like. What do you, you mean excessive? What well, like, excessive? like there were just a couple of points where I was like, eh, I don't think you needed a laugh there. Like I felt like they, in like there were one or two points and I can't off the top of my head remember, but it was like. But it, it was, was just a quick little, like, eh, well, that and that's the thing. I felt like it was like subtle enough that it's not like it was like, ha ha, this right. is like a big moment. But there was maybe like one that I was like, okay, they went for a big laugh. And we were, in, there wasn't a ton of people. We actually went and saw it in the theater. You wish that was something else I was going to ask. Yeah. You saw it in the theater. Yeah. How did, how it was, was it, how was it to go and just watch a Marvel movie oh, in the theater nice. again? Well, and it felt like true form, true to form. This is right. how Marvel movies are to exp- be experienced. Um, I brought, we had the whole family there. I love my daughter's, my youngest daughter's take. She's eight. She's like, <laughs> I didn't like it at first, and then it got good, and then I didn't like it again, <laughs> then it got good. Which, as a kid, like I her. totally remember <laughs> thinking movies didn't get good until about 30 minutes in. Right. Because they had established everything right, right at then. So I thought, like, oh, this is exactly how she was, because it was kind of slow, and then action picked up, and then it was kind of slow again, and then action picked up. And so she's like, she doesn't care about that part. But everybody else in my family enjoyed it as well. I was like, that was good. Yeah. That was enjoyable. I don't, it didn't move the needle of like, whoa, like epic purport, you know, like the what Marvel has done so far. But the um, big scenes were notable. I was like, wow, yeah. like the 
kind of the big you probably people have seen on previews where they're falling out of the sky. I'm not going to say right. anything, but it was like that was cool. That was a good choreographed scene. I feel like I guess I, have, I had a couple issues with some of the visuals. Was I felt like they've had it filmed for a while mm. because it was supposed to have come out beginning of last year. Actually, wasn't it supposed to come out the end of 2019 and they pushed it? I don't remember the original due date, but I, I know it was 2020 okay. last year. Well, so they've they've had enough time, and there were just some scenes involving snow that I felt seemed a little, and some of the bigger explosions towards the end. I was just like, I don't know. I just felt like you've had an extra year to clean some of this up, yeah. but it, like it wasn't bothering to me. It was just one of those noticeable, like, yeah. Well, it's I feel like I've seen better versions of Stephen that. Stephen Dorff of um, Blade Fandom, he played the Blood Vampire King. Yeah. Uh, he mentioned, commented on Twitter about it being sad for Scarlett Johansson because it looked like a video game. And I went in, and I mean, maybe it was because it was on the big screen and things are muddied a little bit. They're not quite right. as clear, but I was like, I don't know what he's talking about. I was right. like, this looks better than anything he's been in oh, no. i i will say i could see where if you're watching it on anything he's been great um wait except for blade it's better than no you said anything that means well wow <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest though i mean now granted blade was a movie of the 90s and graphically <laughs> graphically what they were able to accomplish was impressive also i don't feel like in blade blade was a CGI Graphical, heavy. CGI uh, heavy. There was a couple when he got his arm cut off and the blade was, or the blood was like bubbly and right. kind of like graphically odd. So um, it's actually uh, Black Widow is going to be mine and Monica's review for Real Superhero pro- Project, nice. which we'll, you'll get to hear next week. Um, I'm going to, we're going to release a couple episodes next week. Uh, Superman, Black Widow, and one other with another friend of mine. So cool. Um, so I don't want to really get like my full thing. I will say it felt like a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. There was nothing that wasn't. It was a, for me, middle of the road Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah. it followed their formula perfectly. Like I just didn't, I didn't, it was like, it was what I would expect from a typical non um, linchpin in the story Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Like nothing huge is going to affect the overall universe this is just a Marvel movie. Yeah. Um, I had a good time. Like that's kind of what I was like. I just was I, expecting to see good action. Having said all that, I do think it's about fifteen years too late. Like her story should have been told oh, along with like the original ones. Was in the original. That's just my purse. Like I feel like I feel screwed. Dorf. That's the more disservice to Scarlett Johansson, in my opinion, is her not getting to be able to have her, yeah, larger scope thing shown then. Yeah. Um, but granted, you couldn't make this movie with these characters, I don't think, then. Yeah. They this, did have a, a great joke, running joke, with her sister kind of oh. making her fun of something, which I don't want to say because right. I think it's probably the best joke right. in the whole movie. Now, that I was like, that is pretty funny. It does, it does also an amazing job for setting up a whole lot of future stuff. I need a, uh, what's his name? Red. Uh, oh, Red Guardian. I need a Red Guardian movie. Or like of just I like David Harbor. I do like David I Harbor. I like David Harbor. I actually have started watching a movie on HBO Max in uh that he's in too, and I'm just like, I like David Harbor as yeah. an actor. He's a good guy. No, so that for me that would probably be about my Well, what I want to know from you, and I was talking to my wife about this, 
I don't know that Marvel's going to be able to reach the heights of Endgame anymore. I think that because I mean they've already talked about there was a thing Kevin Feige he's kind of like the head of like these right. all these Marvel cinematic movies how they're not doing multi movie deals anymore. Right, like because they were talking about how um, and I'm sure I mean it Samuel L. Jackson had a nine movie. Right, and, and it just cost them out the wazoo. Right. So in the end, how much are they actually making? So I'm like, I get it. So they're going to be telling a lot of what I feel like are smaller stories, which are fine, but I don't think they'll be ever, ever able to reach the pinnacle of like right. Infinity War and Endgame again. With the exception of when they finally bring mutants into the fold completely. When they start pulling in X-Men, when they start pulling in um, Fantastic Four, and but how, I think that will... How do you then... Do again at some disaster occurring to the world, or you know, some major Doom. villain. Doom is like, it, but you had Thanos. Like that's what I'm true. saying. That that's my only thing is like, don't you? Is there any concern from you, or any just like that that will feel recycled by the time they get around? You'll be like, we already had like this guy that was gonna like basically didn't accomplish what he was going to is what, how are they going to raise the stakes? That's what I want to well, know. Well, see that I would say that's where I think they lack, um, an ability to, I don't, I don't think they can make the stakes that big anymore. Um, unless they have to recycle something in terms of involving the stones and something happening in an alter timeline that has a Thanos that mm -hmm. still exists, you know, right. um, the multiverse of madness. I think Dr. Strange's movie is going to play well, a massive role in what they can and can't do. And I know forward. there's very, very smart writers and people working on this that know so much more than me. But at this point, I, there is just a thought that I'm like, well, if you just do, I mean, and it's good. They've talked about it, it's going to be years down the line. It's not like they're right. going to be like jumping right back into an Avengers like movie right. in the next five, maybe even 10 years. But I'm just like, at what point are people do kind of get a little like, okay. We've seen yeah. this. Like, I know you're trying to raise some of the personal stakes with things, but at the same time, how they're not going to get to that level again. I don't know. And like the moot, like now that they have the TV properties that are coming out and are kind of supplying some of the backstory and some of the information with these characters, I'm like, maybe that's the thing. Maybe they don't need to. Maybe they're like, right. we're that Avengers thing. We're done. Yeah. Like, and like you said, bringing in the X-Men, bringing in these other characters from the Marvel universe that are beloved. Like that's going to be our like moving forward is we're just going to tell these personal stories. We're not going to try to touch on the world conquering, you know, right. villain. They can still weave a thread through all of these. Absolutely. Without they, they having the. And they did. They like just with Black Widow. They we right. They're still a weaving of like, right. OK, this was a personal story for her, but it did weave a story. Right. You know, in the story. But it's just it's just i don't know i was just thinking about it i was like i don't know how they do it well you know where we're not going to find anything else at mm. san diego comic-con mm. dc uh dc's movie not their comics but their movie department and marvel's movie department are just completely skipping out on san diego comic-con mm. which i find kind of sad in the fact that if it wasn't for so all comic book conventions, we go to the local one, Planet Comic Con, start basically solely off of comic books and the like. <clears throat> San Diego Comic Con in particular morphed into this massive multimedia, you know, with especially when MCU started hitting its stride and DC got back into the movie properties. And there's just a lot more... Um, 
non-comic book related part of that industry that has been made huge. Is that where like Breaking Bad would start like go to those and like, yep. you know, you'd see, okay. Yeah. And, and um, just, but they opened up to like basically any beloved right. franchise. But the MCU would start debuting trailers there. They would announce their next big projects. Um, DC now has DC fandom that they're doing this August, which I'm excited for August or October. Now I don't remember. Um, Marvel has D23 and whatever Disney's share investors events, um, which so it's kind of like the, the Hollywood turned San Diego comic-con bigger than it was. And now their two biggest, two of their biggest reasons for that are not going to be there. I'm hoping it's a this year only thing and that they come back next year because I feel like you, you basically take an event and make it more than it ever was. And then you abandon it. Yeah. And then I feel like when is you, San Diego Comic Con supposed to be? Uh, later this month. Oh wow! So wow, yeah. Kind of surprising that. I mean, so as I think many, you know, everybody is aware that this Delta One variant, right? Of COVID. Oh, there's a lot concerning. of it. Is it's concerning because it's a little bit more resistance to the vaccine. I mean, I think you do get some coverage a little bit right. more than if you didn't have it. But they're saying now oh, it's not as effective, and then those that are, you know, do get sick with it. It's pretty harsh. Right. Um, and so it is one of those things. It's like, I think trying to do their due diligence can be like, I respect, I respect right. that. Like, Hey, you're trying to be like, we're not quite there. Cause I, I, you and I have talked about on this show that we're not at the finish line no. with COVID. No. It feels like if you go out in the, the community, it feels <laughs> yeah. like we are, especially if you live in certain States, but <laughs> it, we're not there. We're not yeah. even close. I was just looking at Missouri's for vaccination rates. We're like 40%, just right. below 40%. Right. So we're not my son there. just got his second one. That's awesome. And then, my oldest, you know, I would so. advocate for anybody that's listening to our podcast, you know, get vaccinated if you can, it'll help protect you from the variant. It's just like a flu vaccine or anything else like that. You would want to protect yourself, but you know, and then it's also just the idea of passing around because also the Delta one variant is more transmissible. Like it was right. talking about how COVID was like, I think 2.4, like kind of around there, 2.3. This is like more like 4.6 to five, like transmissible. Like, and it's just like, man, if we don't, are we, if we aren't cautious, this is right. going to be a wildfire again. And I'm, I'm like, I really don't want another shutdown. I, I really do not. I would, yeah. And I really same. don't want schools to go back to being online only. Yep. And I really don't want all these, you know, businesses to like have to shut down again and be like, I don't know if we're going to make it. Yeah. So I wish people would kind of, you know, do what they can. And you know, my family is our people that are argue against it. Uh, you know what? I'm going off on a tangent. I'm just going to stop. Reel I'm going to stop. Reel it in a little. <laughs> I'm reeling it in. This is not what this is about. I apologize. Um, I got on a platform there for a second. No, you're good. I'm going to step back. Do your due diligence. Be safe in the community. Be careful and be safe. Um, anyway, so that's just my opinion on Marvel and DC skipping out. I'm like, I'm hoping it's just a this year thing. I just, because of, even I think they might still be doing a digital event this year, but like, I think it's, it's, it's a bummer. It is a bummer. It's kind of like Sony not being at E3. Mm -hmm. Like I, it is a bummer. And it's I, huge. I get how, especially last couple of years, even before COVID, a lot of video game companies were backing away from E3. Now, granted, E3 had some preconceived issues going on in terms of. Oh, it's not cheap. It, well, it's, it's cheap not cheap, but I more, I more meant like, um, I don't know, people like. Just talking the, the 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 rules and regulations they had set up for goers of E3, and I think uh, it was causing some companies to back out already. 
So, because there were people that backed out. Sony wasn't the 2019 one. So, and that had nothing to do with COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm just kind of hoping that, I don't know, I'm hoping it's a digital thing. And so that they can just prep to come back next year, everybody involved, so that they can make it more fun. Um, all right, let's get back into some video game stuff. Uh, Nintendo, Nintendo's new Switch, which is basically they updated their sound and made a better screen. This isn't the next-gen Switch everybody thought they were going to be announcing, and I think it's a huge letdown for a lot of people. Now, having said that, it, it's weird when things get overhyped not by the company that's making something because you know what? They obviously were working on something new with a better OLED screen and they were improving the sound system and somebody somewhere went, they're making a new switch. It's going to be all these amazing things. And then rumors and people get different ideas and it it blows up. And then it's supposed to be the next greatest Nintendo product is, and supposed to be what was like supposed to be able to run games on par with PlayStation four and Xbox one. And, well, guess what? It's it's not. It just has a more better looking screen. Oh, and there's a Ethernet plug on the back of the. And it's got a better kickstand. It does. Now, I will Don't say about that. I will say that's probably my favorite feature is it has a much more what in my opinion what I would call a reliable looking kickstand. Well, so what was your take of the Nintendo Switch OLED? So. <laughs> Here's the thing. I feel like everybody <laughs> gives Nintendo a pass. I just wish you could see Sam's face because he just looks so disappointed. <laughs> everybody gives Nintendo a pass. And the argument is like, well, this is what Nintendo does. This is Nintendo. They kind of play their own but it is. Their drum. And it's like, okay, but guess what? Like, they're never going to do anything different if we continue to lower the bar for Nintendo and then hold it higher for everybody else. Say, oh, nope, you got to get over this. And I'm afraid, <laughs> or at least I just feel like this is what Nintendo does. They just remarket their stuff. Over and over, it's like there's the slight improvements. Somebody like made a comparison that was like, well, they did this with like the 3D or the DS. Like they did this and then they did 3DS and then they did a larger one and then they did it. And it's like, okay, that shouldn't make you be happier. You should say you need to be making better. Were, how disappointed were you when they did that with all those other things? I didn't never bought into it. Well, anything. no, I just, I'm saying like, that's what you should be telling people. Yeah. If you weren't happy with it then... Why do you just keep accepting it right. now? Well, and that's what people have been saying with some of the, like the headlines that I've been reading or all the comments is like, well, they're doing this because, you know, down the line, they're going to release the better, you know, version of the switch with all the like bells and whistles that they've talked about. And I'm just like, OK, but what is the point? Like this is a, this. Here's the thing. If you don't own a switch. OK, then this is an improvement for like right. you to have. It's nice that they're not going. But it's to, not a selling point for no, a Switch. It's not a, there is no part of me that is excited about like, oh, I need this one now. I need to go out and right. pick it up. But I know there are those individuals that think like, oh, I have to have this better one because it's got the better screen and everything. And I think they're fooling themselves. They're allowing nin- Nintendo to fly under the radar and just say, oh, Nintendo's fine to do this because this is what that company right. does. They do take very big risk. When they do, like they say, our you know so our hardware is not going to be on parity with the other systems and stuff like that. We're going to do something completely different. You know, look at the Wii. It was like, hey, here's motion controls. You know, and nobody else was doing it at that time. And then it was like, up. here's the Wii U. Okay, and let's not talk about the Wii U. Now yeah, I'm going to come out. <laughs> now we got the Nintendo Switch. Was the Wii U is more of a prototype for that? And now we've figured this part out, and that's amazing. Like everybody's jumping on board with that. So that's awesome. But at the same time, you know, then when they kind of find 
a niche, then they are like stick with it. They like almost right. don't move away from it. But their next departure will probably be something completely different that you're going to have to buy everything over again. Yeah. And you're going to have to be like, oh, now I want, you know, the same Mario games that I wanted on the, you know, Switch online. Right. Um, I'm going to have to buy those for like another new cartridge that's not compatible with the Nintendo Switch because, of course, why would it be? Right. And then that's just what Nintendo does. And I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm I, done. I, I was hoping that the new Nintendo Switch, I was talking to a friend of mine about this, uh, if they were going to release, like announce the whole new thing, was I said it would be amazing if they had a spot for a DS cartridge on it because there's DSs are huge. And if you just take, hey, look, you've now quadrupled the amount of games you have available on the Switch from the start, just pop it in and play it. And I thought that would have been yeah. a great... But there's nothing. There's nothing. No, there's nothing, and I think it's just it's, people are fooling themselves if they think like they need this and they already own a switch. I'm just like, no, you don't. No, you, you don't, don't need, need this. If like, you don't own a switch, hey, this is a nice, nice, pretty then screen. It's, like, it's fifty extra bucks. It's cool, but I hope that people speak loud and clear with their wallets and they're like, Nintendo, don't stop giving us this basic like minimum. There's no need to upgrade. No, there really isn't because it's not actually changing and the performance. I hope of with the games. whatever console does come out from them later that doesn't carry any of the stuff over people are like hey look at xbox and look at playstation they're working to carry their stuff over right like let's get a little bit more backwards compatibility and parity. like it just is yeah. ugh, it's ridiculous to me um assassin's creed has announced that uh which i'd already we'd already talked about they announced that they're adding a second year of support for valhalla something they don't have never done before for a video game is offered a, another year of support. Um, and they're working, but announced they're working on Assassin's Creed infinity is the code name. And it's basically, they compared it to um, not in terms of it being battle Royale, but I guess if you pay attention to Fortnite, they evolve their map and every season or something, they do a big change and there's a big over, you know, overarching story. I would say probably similar to something in wow or something in, Elder Scrolls Online, but that's what their next plan is for um, Assassin's Creed is in another single player game turning it into a live service, kind of like a battle pass type thing. Is it going to remain single player, or are there going to be other? Well, see, that's what I see. They haven't really said much other than an an overarching, evolving world, like. And I'm like, I don't know what that means because you're basically telling me you're turning into a live service game. And I don't want that. Like, I, cause I don't want, so Red Dead Online. No, I'll use, I'll use GTA 5 online. So you can do, you know, these massive things with your friends where you're doing the heists and stuff. But other players on the map can screw up what you're doing. If I didn't, if I could, we could all get together and get online on a map that didn't have other players and do stuff and just worried about AI, I would enjoy it a lot more. Sea of Thieves really killed my desire to want to play when we were having a lot of fun. And then these people who've obviously played the game for a long time came in and just wiped us out. It kind of really tore down my excitement to want to do it again. Urge to keep going. Right. And like, if you're going to make Assassin's Creed now a game where I'm doing all this cool stuff. And then next thing I know, I'm just sitting here while a guy that just came up and stabbed me in the neck is now, you know, squatting on top of me five times in a row (laughs) You know, I'm like, I don't, I don't need this. I don't want to do this. You've taken a a solid single player experience and made it multiplayer. Make a standalone multiplayer game 
but don't abandon your single player audience. And they, they said that's the future of Assassin's Creed, not this is something new we're doing. So I just automatically go, well, you're just killing the franchise for me personally for what I like. You may bring in some new people, but there is still a hardcore fan base for single player games. And I know Assassin's Creed, while they do have trouble and struggles with their content sometimes and how much and how long some of the games are, because the spell hall is too goddamn long. Um, There's still really good fun games to the core. And if you're just going to take that away to have loot boxes and just sell skins and sell. Now to be devil's advocate, what if this is awesome? What if it hits all those like things you're saying, like a single player evolving map that people can't mess with you. And you're just like, I would love that. You're like, if that's what it is. Wow. Right. I'm going to get used to that. That's right. Well, we need, I need to find a way to have this in front of you so you could push the button. Be like, hey, wow. There you go. Um, if that's, that's what, what it is going to say when this is, but if, if that's what it is, then great. But I just, I hate this live service. Like everything's turning into everything is everything. everything. It, it feels it like it is. it is. I could buy a water pick and it would have a subscription. Right. For some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. So, um, you don't play Assassin's Creed, but is this does that make you think that more companies are gonna like well, Assassin's well, Creed is a huge property, and if they do it and they make it work, there's gonna be more companies. I think that it, do let's it. compare it to well, probably and part of my worries is because of what they're wanting to do with Halo. Yeah, because that's what, that's what I'm like. Why are we doing this open evolving world thing with? Just yeah. give me a game that I can play by myself. Right. Just <laughs> let me just enjoy it. Well, I think you can kind of look similar to like streaming services. I mean, when Netflix was like it and it was like it was out there and that content was the only thing you could get at the time. It was unique and it was special and there were like higher quality shows and everything. And now there's like everything has a service. Everything yeah. has a service. So I feel like similar to games, like that's kind of like, okay, Fortnite kind of broke out and it was like, oh man, we can do these like battle passes and have people buy skins and, you know, the evolving map and everything. And each, you know, game that has kind of, well, and I know there's live services like World of Warcraft, other things that you right. pay for a monthly service and everything for. Right. They just know that like it's better to get, you know, $15 like monthly than it is to just pay $60 one time for a game and then like hey that's gone i mean that's why i mean even look at game pass that's what game, game pass, pass is. is like they are they're look crunching those numbers and saying hey man if we just even get somebody to pay you know ten dollars i think it is the cheapest service for like the basic and you're just like you're just paying that i mean that's 120 dollars over a year so that's two games technically yeah. and it's like they're banking on that this is going to bring in revenue like a constant stream versus a one-time hit and if it works for them great but you know, like the streaming services, now I just feel like it's so diluted. It there's is, just, it is. there's just, every, I'm like, the other day we were talking about Parks and Rec, and I was like, man, I love Parks and Rec. We were, I thought my oldest would love, would kind of like, like the show. And we were like, well, is it on Netflix? I'm like, no, it's on Peacock. Yeah. Because it's, that was one of their own. Sh- and it's right. just like, this is just, you'd have to go, I think you can watch some of the first seasons free, but right. you'd have to pay for like the later ones. Well, and I'm just it's like, kind of like Austin wants to see, my oldest wants to see the new Boss Baby movie. Mm-hmm. We, we, we all in the family really like the first one. And he's like, well, watch it on Peacock. I'm like, well, I actually don't pay for that one. So right. I'm like, right. because like, I don't, and I started thinking, I'm like, all of these streaming services have one thing I like. None, very few of them have multiple things i like yeah. disney it's disney like they own so many properties i'm gonna find more than one thing right same with hbo max 
I can find more than one thing on both of these because of how massive they are. All the stuff I watch on Hulu is regular TV stuff I don't ever normally watch. Right. Like, you know, and... What's going to happen is in, you know, 80, 90 years when you and I are both senile, I'm just going to say we're still alive because why not? Right. We're senile. Um, all these living in streaming services and stuff are going to be like, somebody's going to be like, hey, let's just combine all these and like run it through a cable and we'll have people pay a subscription for the one thing and it'll go back to being what it was. Yeah, cable. And then that'll run its course and then people will be like, I hate paying for all these things. I just want to pay for like what I want. And then they'll go back to streaming services, just back. And if, if, I, if, if there was somebody that offered literally, hey, look, we have access to everything on all the streaming services, all the cart menu, pick the shows you want and give me like for five shows, it's this much. For 10 shows, it's this much. For 20 shows, it's this much. I would do it. Well, and that was always the complaint about cable is that you had to buy like the higher tier services. You couldn't just like pick and choose. You're like, man, I love sports. I want to be able to watch football on these days, but I don't need all this. Like, well, then QVC. you need to buy the sports package exactly. with 20 other channels. And I'm like, I don't need the QVC. I don't need the, you know, yeah. like HDTV. I don't care about that. I don't need, you know, all these other things that are like specialized. I'm like, I don't watch that. I just want sports. And it's like, but you have to have this package. Yeah, game, video games are definitely on their way to that. And it's, depressing me um sony don't on thursday what don't let it depress you well, it's depressing me because video games are my outlet uh, <laughs> uh sony on thursday had their new state of meh uh play state of play <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> sorry wow clear uh, the throat, there, throat huh? there sorry about that yeah um it was a it was just a half hour state of play that ha- had some stuff in it um before we break it down overall in a couple words what did you think of state of play in a couple, well, let me let me just can I say one thing real quickly. Sure. So Xbox has their every Friday they do like a this week on Xbox. Oh yeah, and they just does Major about, Nelson do that? Yeah, Major Nelson yeah. does it. He runs like through a few games and everything. <laughs> Hold on, I noticed on Twitter this week there is a large section of Xbox fanboys that just call him Dad, <laughs> nice. and so like anytime he posts news, yeah, I was like. What? Dad and I started, Nelson. I clicked the, because he had a link. I tried to click uh-huh. the link in the tweet. And I, I clicked the tweet, which made it bigger, which showed me all the replies. And I was, there were so many replies. Thanks, dad. Sweet. Thanks, dad. And I'm like, uh, that's awesome. come on, guys. That's, that's, that's it's funny, but it's a little weird. <laughs> Anyways, good. But I was just going to say with hit that, like they show off like a few new things. But like nothing's like a you know grand slam. They're trying to hit it out of the park. They're just saying, hey, here's some of our right. stuff that's coming out. This is what this. I'm like, this should have just. This is maybe what's a PlayStation to take also a little like, hey, let's just like every week just kind of say, here's some, here's a little tidbit of stuff. Like, right. let's not make it like a dedicated event. I will also preface all of this by saying, had we not just had E3, I don't think this would have bothered no. me as much. If no, this no. was something no. that took place within any other month that wasn't within a couple weeks of E3, I'd have been like, oh, okay. The, <laughs> I said it here at the bottom. Before we get into it, I'll say what I put here at the bottom of our notes. Sony is on the verge of having the PlayStation 5 become the Xbox One all because of shitty marketing and lack of information. Because that was where Microsoft stumbled coming out of the gate with the Xbox One was their message. And that message that Sony is... That is that they're not paying attention. Yeah. Well, and you're 100% correct. If E3 hadn't just happened and Microsoft dropped, like, I mean, we were talking about it. 
a lot, a lot of those games, most of them are going to be on Sony's console as and well. And I'll get to that here in a second, and but go ahead. <laughs> because they, Microsoft announced it, people are going to be more like, like, hey, I think this is associated with Microsoft. Just right. because the common person, not people that are in the know, are going to be like, oh, it's probably Microsoft owned or it'll be just on Microsoft or whatever. I don't think right. like the common person could tell you. Like if I asked my wife, she'd be like, well, it's probably on Xbox then. But she wouldn't be like, right. if I asked her, she'd be like, no, I don't know. But so because of that, not, like this, right. is, this feels like a drop in the bucket. So this like. is this is what they could have done to help control their own narrative. Okay. They, they do their normal little opening shtick of their thing and they're talking and th- this this could have made this e3 still not great but as a getting the message out there optics would have looked so much better had they come out and said welcome to this the july state of play uh e3 was recently and we're excited for gaming and just to keep everybody up to date here are some of the games you saw from e3 coming to playstation and you could have done microsoft pro- has done that Right. Microsoft, I think, right. did that like a year or two. You ago. could do like a quick five yeah. minute clip that just, or probably not even five minutes to blow through. Mm-hmm. What you do is you take every game that's coming to Xbox that they put in their thing and then you sprinkle in some of the other random stuff into it. And that's all a clip has yeah. to be. And because then it'll make people go, oh, right. That's shit, that's else. not coming yeah. to just Microsoft. You know, yeah. that alone, I think, would have made this better. But. It's, so looking at this list that you have in front of us, did anything make you interested? So here's a couple things. First of all, I have never played Moss. Mm-hmm. I've wanted to play Moss. I don't own a PlayStation VR. Um, oh, I don't I know if it's on. Oh, is it on Oculus? Yes, it is. Okay. I would like to try it. Uh, you know, and if you've like, if they have a demo, you should check it out and let me know because I've heard good things about it. So I was, when they, when they opened up with Moss Book 2, I was like, oh, good enough to make a sequel. That has me a little excited. It looks fun. Um, but of the entire list, there was literally three things that I was actually kind of excited for. Um, first, I'll, I'll do the two that are obvious. Uh, they talked about the Death Stranding director's cut release. They're adding a lot to it. Like they're adding story game, story mode stuff. asking for. <laughs> oh, there were people asking for it. Just because you don't pay attention I know. to it. I'm just like, um, man. There were people asking for it. Um, they've refined some of the fighting stuff. They've added a whole lot of more story mode. They've changed the way some of the story mode works. Um, anyways, that's and it's a ten dollar upgrade to upgrade to just the direct or the um, yeah, I guess director's cut is what they're going. Is that is that what we're going to call remasters now? And well, I want like some people will speculate that they called it that because the remastered uh, Ghost of Tsushima went over so bad or whatever they called that, right. not a remaster. Well, they called it director's cut. Did they call it a director's cut of they Ghost called of Tsushima? It, yeah. So, because I know people were really um, pissed about it, but Sifu, which I already wanted to play, but I got to see way more gameplay on it. Um, the fighting one where every time he dies, Lives. he ages up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, really excited for that. I was already that excited cool. for that, so I'm ready for it. The only downside is that's been delayed to 2022, but also I think that's also supposed to be one of those ton- console timed solutions, console timed exclusives. Wow. Wow. I just realized I don't need you to hit the button. I can just say it. I know. Well, it's, still, I, it's fun to hit I the need, I, I need the button. button for when I just want to randomly. Wow. Um, <laughs> you know what I should do? I should go through and find Owen Wilson saying, wow, almost like that. And then I need to sit here and like play the button and that you guess which one. I'm which one it is. is. Be your own. Um, Fist. Fist looked 
really good. Yes. And I was like, that was one of mine. I, I guess soon I'm yeah. like, what is this? I yeah. don't, I want, and I, 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 I went back through and watched it again. I'm like, I was like, that looks cool. This looks really good. I actually, so I'm going to run through the quick, the list real quick. Yep. They, and this is the order they showed it. Moss book two. Um, oh, I put a, I put a note. I was like, what does my note say? Um, Arcadageddon, which is, I really couldn't really tell what that was. Tribes of Midgard, Fist, Hunter's Arena, which is a battle royale, like sword type fighting game. Uh, Sifu, Jet, which kind of reminded me, it says it looks like it was an action game, but it kind of looked like flower, like in the way they kind of child of light, the way you glide through everything you're doing. Um, Demon Slayer, which is Sega's take on an anime game or anime show turning into a video game. Um, Lost Judgment, which is a sequel to Judgment, which is a spinoff from Yakuza. The Death Stranding Director's Cut, and then they show nine minutes of Deathloop. So I already talked about Moss. Arcade again looked nothing like I don't really care. Um, Tribes of Midgard actually made me not really as excited. Yeah, I don't know why. Having said that, it did kind of look like a um, a Diablo esque, which which like, that I like shooter. Which maybe. I I'm I, not sure. I would say more Diablo now. Which which that part I did like. I was like, okay, it is a little more Diablo esque. But it also had that very live service. They're only yeah. they're releasing the first yeah. season. Interest level for me was zero. Did they say? Is it, did they call it a season? Yeah, they called it a season. Um, oh, yeah, we're going to be adding more content, right? And like, see, okay. and that 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 live service that is live service talk. But let's say at least you know this is probably not as big of a de- developer as some of the other ones, and so True. with that, maybe this is their only way to start right. it. Which, say, which we reminds can put this me, out there. This which, is like um, early access. Right. This is more like that. To an extent. One of these, Which I'm like, yeah, uh, that's fine. One of these games, and I think it was Hunter's Arena, is in early access. Okay. Um, I, I get, so um, the story game that's really big. Um, they, they did, um, I'm going to say seasons, but it was like four different. They have a new one coming out, Spirit Colors or... Um, and story game the with the with the chick with the powers the teenager oh the what <laughs> not avengers. my sunset avengers He's um something once uh the girl that could rewind time strange shoot everybody knows what i'm talking about anyways they, so when they released Except for that the people to listen <laughs> so they started that with seasons they did like hey we're doing our first thing and that you can buy it as it comes out. Um, this is gonna kill me. <laughs> and then, um, but and like the the Telltale Life game, strange. Life is Strange. I knew it was strange. Something. Yeah. Um, it kind of had maybe that kind of whatever. Uh, Fist, Fist, and I was like, no idea. But I don't like know a, what this it was is, like but, a uh, very good CGI, at least initially, like Rabbit getting into like a Hulk suit of some right. sort. So I went back through and I watched kind of funny do a reaction to the thing. And like two of the guys were like, oh, this is that one game. And I'm like, I have never heard of this game Same. before. How do you know Same. what this is? Um, Hunter's Arena, Battle Royale. You, I'm kind of Battle Royale. I'm about, yeah. Now, having said that, I'll, I'll play War, I'll play um, Warzone. But like, I don't. Eh, I'm just, I'm I was going to say, it's one, I am not good enough to compete in that realm. And I'm not willing to put the amount of time needed to like actually right. be at the level. And so. Battle Royales start to get to the part where like it is very like tense starting off and everything, but when you're like, man, I spent 30 minutes getting all my yeah. gear upgraded and everything, and I think I'm if, out of the game. I think if you can play it with a larger group of people, like when we were doing um, 
war zone and we were doing the larger uh the payday version yeah where we could kind of come back in right those were fun because we had a lot of fun doing that um sifu like i said i've ever since i first saw sifu yeah kind of reminded me of like the daredevil scene where he's in the hallway right and he just just right an ass yeah and i'm just like um it's pretty cool jet looked interesting but i have no it looks like a poor man's no man's guy kind of yeah i was like i'm I'm like you guys are too late right you're talking about like this open universe yeah that you're gonna be able to do all this thing and i'm like no Man's Sky beat you to this. It looks so much better, and they yeah. like have delivered. They so had, much and they more. had and they had to do it over like five years, right? And I'm just um, like, I'm sorry, Demon Slayer. I'm not big into JRPGs, and I'm pretty sure that's all that's going to be. Um, I've not played any of the Yakuza games, so I have no interest in Lost Judgment. It didn't look like anything. And um, Death Train, we already talked about. And I'm so over Death Loop at this point. <laughs> like I didn't. I watched half. I like the feel of it. I like Maybe. parts of it. I was kind of I, just like, I want to see, I want to know more. I want to know more about like. I feel like they've told Well, here's once. the thing. I don't know that like I need more like shown to me. I'm just like, I'm ready for the game to be out. It and looks like of, it has mechanics that Arcane is amazing at and has already proved they're amazing at. Yeah. I just don't know if I'm going to enjoy the live, die, repeat style of. Now, granted, I know it's not like and Returnal. I can't wait, I can't wait like, until somebody figures out how to kill all the characters at once. Oh, I'm and sure there's like, oh, you yeah. just take them all out at the same time. I don't know. I just. And it, now the AI versus player controlled person coming in your game. Yeah. Kind of like they did with Tempest back right. in the day. They I just, I don't, I feel like they've shoved death loop down my throat too much in the last year because I feel like. And now, granted, the game was supposed to come out mm-hmm. already, and I think that was one of their selling points. Yeah, you know, and it, it it cracks me up like watching this stuff because everybody's like, "Well, I'm taking away anything past Xbox One because Xbox and Xbox 360 games. That's it. But if you take Xbox One and Xbox Series XS, and you take PS4 and PS5, there's just this this whole Microsoft has more games." But they really don't. It's they they both have the same games because ninety percent of everything both systems have right now is all AAA titles, and for this year, that's pretty much all we're going to get. Mm-hmm. Assuming Halo doesn't get delayed, mm-hmm. they have Halo, yeah, and even at not. this point, assuming Horizon doesn't get delayed, like those are the only two games these two systems are right. releasing that are made by them. Flight Simulator. I mean, that's... But that's been out. That was on PC. Yeah, PC. You're just I don't, porting it. It's not... Yeah, I don't know. But um, it'd be a big deal. Psychonauts yeah. 2 is probably... But yeah, I'm, I'm excited but for I don't, Psychonauts but 2. But I don't envision Psychonauts as a third... Or not a third... A triple A yeah. huge title. Time, time will tell with that one. Plus, Psychonauts 2 is coming to PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. So it's not even like it's an... Yeah, I'm just more looking at like the games coming that like are going to be some bigger hits and everything. There's something... The Ascent co- is coming... At the end of this month, which I don't know, they're they're just games that I'm int- I'm curious to see what they are. Forza Horizon will be also another oh, big yeah. game. But is um, that coming out this year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's well, a big. I missed that's that. A that's a really that's good film. So that'll be a good a big game for Microsoft. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of curious, you know, to see. I just I feel are. like there's nothing this year, and I think part of my reasoning is. I'm worried about Halo coming out. I'm worried about Horizon coming out. I just entered in, like, I got an email from 343 
you know, asking for people that would be interested in participating in something they call the flight program. I don't know, which I think is their, the flight program may be like, Hey, we want you to test our server load and stuff like that oh, on, like, okay. on these days. And so I don't know if it's for Halo Infinite or whatever, but I was like, well, I'll enter. And just, if I happen to get picked, um, you know, be able to like play during those days, probably test server load and give feedback. Right. On. And it may not even be Halo Infinite, maybe, you know, older yeah. things, but I'm just like, cool. It'd be awesome though. If they were like, Hey, you're going to play some Halo Infinite and just, you know, pop on and yeah. see how. Um, I just, I, I felt like this wasn't the month to do this as a state of play. It very much, like you said, the, yeah. what are the thing that Microsoft does once a week, yeah. they could do something similar to that. And I think people would be fine with it. Um, there's all the rumors they're doing a PSX event this, this winter, which they usually do november or december they need to announce it if they're going to do it i think they need to make people excited for it now or like you yeah. know you remember like last year before the consoles out came out and like you and i were talking about being nervous about like playstation actually coming out for a little bit because we're like right. they really haven't said much that's how i'm starting to feel about halo a little bit i will say as i'm like oh, man, man if they I'm... don't if they don't come out with like any dialogue it's july it's like we're midway through the year and no you know, release date if they want to like kind of you know bring it up and like are, what are they waiting for at this point what's their purpose like and maybe this is the thing they're like we want to test server load see how things are going but like you know august then september and i mean in like the 20 20th year anniversary or whatever is supposed to be either i think it's in november sometime right so i'm like man i feel like you'd want to start like building some like excitement we're, we're also we're fastly approaching august which yeah. means we're about halfway through summer yeah and sony still hasn't unlocked the um the extra storage port on there oh, yeah. on the PS5, I didn't even realize that. which I've very rarely had an issue with it with my storage. Um, how have you been doing on your Series X? Now, grant, now granted, I I bought the I storage. have the extra storage. Oh, did you did buy, buy it? it? I did okay. buy the extra storage. So, I mean that has helped, but I I am <laughs> something I enjoy is the fact that both of these systems you can delete the game and your save files stay. Mm -hmm. You don't ever have to worry about that. And they load, everything loads so fast. Like now I will say the PS5 has a quicker <coughs> ethernet, everything, the Wi-Fi is stronger. And I feel like, well, I think, well, I think it plugged in there the same, but the Wi-Fi is stronger on the, like the, that was one of the things that I heard complaints about was like Microsoft didn't change their Wi-Fi up on the series x and s which i thought was weird which i guess i didn't even realize was a thing until they announced it and i was like it can't be that bad until i downloaded wirelessly on my playstation 5 and i was like i didn't know wireless shit could download that fast now granted i have google fiber yeah so same. so it does help if you don't have google fiber i'm sure it's probably the same and it doesn't even matter or any other form of megabit transfer thing so but like because it's so quick to download and just get into games on these systems, I've deleted and re-downloaded games so many times where it doesn't even matter, and that's on both systems. Oh, yeah. So oh, it's um, great. I, I will say, you want to talk about one of the best things about this console generation? Loading oh. time, load times drastically reduced. Yeah, uh, it's the best thing ever. I'm yeah. just like, this is awesome. I don't feel this like same dread of getting into a game because I know it's not going to take like 30 minutes to a second, 30 minutes, 30 seconds, 30 to minutes a, to a second. Yeah. That's a wrong direction. Yeah. 30 seconds to a minute to get into a game, which is like, this is nice. I'm going to be yeah. right into it. 
Well, Sam, um, I, you know, I was supposed to call Brent and I ran out of time. Oh, man, I didn't even think about him. Uh, well, I'll have to call you back, Brent, or I'll call you, Brent, uh, for the next episode because I just exactly. realized I'm over an hour and I can't get pitching in this episode. So exactly. he was like so excited, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's what he gets for not beating you at uh, Coop for me. That's right. Sir, as always, it's been great talking to you. Likewise, um, Brent. Yeah. Enjoy your games. <laughs>